Hare Krishna, I welcome all to Everyday Chant Harinam conference call. Today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Ramshad Prabhu from Mayapur to enlighten us on verse 5, chapter 17, canto 5 from Srimad Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Um, thank you so much for giving your valuable association to us. Uh, please take over the call, Prabhu, whenever you are ready. Jai Shri Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pichayi Vishesh Mubhagi Parshati Krishna Pishtaya Bhutale Simhati Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Sivasavanavi Devi Daitai Sipatri Krishna Sambandha Vijayana Bhayana Krishna Pandana, even do not 
So today we were reading uh, text four from Canto five, chapter seventeen. The translation of the verse goes: After purifying the seven planets near Druvaloka, the pole star, the Ganges water is carried through the space phase of the demigods in billions of celestial airplanes. Then it inundates the moon Chandraloka. And finally, reaches Lord Brahma's abode atop Mount Meru, and from there it comes onto this planet, to the to Himalayas. So this was yesterday's verse. Today's verse is number five. Tatra Chaturdha Vidyamana Chaturbir Namavis Chaturdisham Abhispandanti Nada. नदी पतिम एवा भिन्नी विशति सीतालकनंदा सीतालकनंदा चक्षुर अद्रेती ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट बाय शिल्पोपा ऑन टॉप ऑफ द माउंट मेरू The Ganges divides into four branches, each of which gushes in different directions: east, west, north, and south. These branches, known as the, by the name Shita, Alakananda, Chakshu, and Badra, flow down to the ocean. There is no purport, so we'll go over the text six. Shita to Brahma, Sadanat, Yeshara, Chaladi, Giri. शिखरेभ्योदोदेनाशवर्षाक्षारमुद्रमिश्रविशति The branch of the Ganges, known as Sita, flows through Brahmapuri atop Mount Meru. From there, it runs down to the nearby peaks of Kesharachala mountains, which stand almost as high as Mount Meru itself. These mountains are like a big bunch of filaments around Mount Meru. From the Kesharachala mountains, the Ganges falls to the peak of Gandhamadana mountain, and then flows into the land of Bhadravarsha, Bhadrashwa Varsha. Finally, it reaches the ocean of salt water in the west. Here, the famous Gandhamadana mountain it is referred to because uh, in the other other cantos, this is where. Uh, Uh, Maharaj Priyavata meditated for a long time on the Madhra mountain, and Brahma came there and requested uh, uh, Priyavata to uh, rule the kingdom, which he was avoiding. That he said, "Let me not get entangled with all this management and kingly affairs and all these things." But because the order came from the higher level, he had to accept that order, and he went to Bharatvarsha. to uh, do his ruling and that was in this gandamadana mountain so 
there are a lot of cross references about these uh, famous places and Ganges is flowing everywhere in all directions because without the presence of the pure devotee the living energies cannot make any progress in the material world there is no progress for them they cannot understand krishna within their heart that is not possible by them but there are pure devotees who are always in this material world there is mother ganges and then there is hanuman who is a chiranjeeva and similarly there are many many pure devotees were always here even after the destruction of the pralaya and everything happens they are always here they are waiting for the lord to appear when the pastimes will take place and they can assist them in the meantime the living entities were lost in the cycle of birth and death in their pursuit of happiness in this illusory world they need to be enlightened and this enlightenment is done by the pure devotees who are always present on this planet or on this, in this universe, in every universe for that matter. Because without the presence of the pure devotees, there is no auspiciousness for the living entities. As much as Mahamaya, who is also a pure devotee of Krishna, she keeps the souls bound to this material world of cycle of birth and death. Because she wants to make sure only sincere souls who are free from the desire to enjoy sense gratification, uh, they can be allowed entry into the pure devotion service. If they are busy enjoying the senses, then she will keep them very busy with material services. Like nowadays, the society is very busy making so-called progress and they are not getting out of their entanglement. So unless pure devotees like Prabhupada who came to West, and there were before him there were many yogis came but they did not make much progress only few devotees like Prabhupada who came and he gave Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita and so many books and so many bhajans and kirtans he sang and showed us the example how to conduct one's life with Krishna in the center of one's life now this is done by only by few devotees who are coming down under the direct order of the Supreme Lord. Ganges came because Vamanadev pierced a hole in the causal ocean and from there the water flew, that is known as Ganges. So it is all Krishna's arrangement to uh, liberate the souls and give them chance after chance after chance how to become free from birth and death and how to uh, get the ultimate benefit of attaining pure devotion service. So nobody can complain, nobody can raise a finger against Krishna. Oh, he is not merciful. Like modern day, many people say it's because of the so many small time problems of wars are taking place. Now if God is so kind, why is he creating so much misery? Like in Pakistan, there is such a big blood havoc. But it is not God to be blamed. It is your own activities which produce such symptoms sinful reaction. So this is uh, one of the aspects of looking at things. Why Ganges is there in this material world? And on our text 8, <coughs> text 7, excuse me. Evam malyavat chikkarana chikkaran nishpatanti tato anupaprata vega ketu malam 
अभिचक्षु भद्रचोतर तो मेरु शिरसो निपतिता गिरी शिखरा गिरी शिखरम अतिहाय शृंगवत शृंगा उंटन then it runs down into the province of kuru and from and after crossing through that land flows into the salt water ocean in the north text 9 tatayv tatayvalak kananda dakshinena brahma sadana bahuni girikutani atikramya hemakuta स्नाचत्तेपदे उंटनकूट After inundating the tops of those mountains, the Ganges falls down onto the tract of land known as Bharat Varsha, which all she also inundates. When the Ganges flows into the ocean of the salt water into the, in the south, persons who come to bathe in this river are fortunate. It is not very difficult for them to achieve, with every step, the results of performing great sacrifices like the Rajasuya and Ashwamedha sacrifices. Purport by Shri Prabhupada. The place where the Ganges flows into the salt water of the Bay, Bay of Bengal is still known as Ganga Sagar, or the meeting place of the Ganges and the Bay of Bengal. On Makar Sankranti, in the month of January and February, thousands of people still go there to bathe, hoping to be liberated. That they can be actually liberated in this way is confirmed here. Here. for those who bathe in the ganges at any time the results of great sacrifices like ashwamedha and rajasuya sacrifices are not at all difficult to achieve most people in india are still inclined to bathe in the ganges and there are many places where they can do so at prayag alahabad 
many thousands of people gathered during the month of January to bathe in the confluence of Ganga and Jamuna. Afterwards, many of them go to the confluence of Bay of Bengal and the Ganges to take bath there. Thus, it is a special facility for all the people of India that they can bathe in the water of Ganges at so many places of pilgrimage. So let us see if Bhushmara Chakravati Thakur says something on these verses. On the text 6, he has written a purple. Because the mountains, similar to filaments, are the height, are the same height as the Meru. The water first after leaving Meru falls on the mountain peaks of this range. From Then from those mountains, Sita flows down, skipping over Elavrata and falls in Bhadra Shrava. In the text 7, there is a two-line purport in this description. It should be understood that the water first falls on the Keshrachala peaks and then on to Malyavan. Text 8, commentary by Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur. From Meru, Bhadra flows to the Keshrachala range and then to Neela, then to Shweta, then to Shingavan. From Shingavan, it flows down to Kuru. It skips over Elavrata and, and the other two verses, Ramyaka and Hiranyamaya. And text 9, let us see what Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur says. Skipping over the three verses, the Alakananda falls from peak to peak. This sentence should be understood. Uh, should be understood. Bharatam Abhivarsam should mean falling in Bharatvarsh. The four rivers, skipping over many verses, flow down from mountain ridge bordering the verses nearest the ocean onto the earth. And then, with bowed head, so to speak, enter the ocean, their husband giving up pride. Ocean is considered the husband. So, you can see how great it is to take birth in Bharata. Even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Bharata Bhumite Manusha Janma Janma Sarthi Karo Kari Karo Upakar. So even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says that very clearly, in Bharat, to take birth in Bharata itself is very auspicious. But they have a supreme duty. What is it, that duty? That they have to perfect their lives first. And then they go out in the world and benefit all the population of this planet Earth. This is the duty of Indians, not to work for somebody, you know, Tom, Dick and Harry. Of course, Kali Yuga is progressing, things have changed so much due to the onslaught of the British rule and so many rules have taken place, especially British rule. They sort of erase Sanskrit from the whole system of India. Even today we are speaking in English, unfortunately. They made sure they introduced the British system of education and Sanskrit is eradicated. To, to a great degree they are successful, but slowly now more and more people are understanding the importance of having Sanskrit. Even the scientist circle also they understand Sanskrit is the only language which is can be very scientifically describes all uh, situations of the world, all phenomena of the world. So, even though things are changing to some degree for some years, but eventually the glory of Bharatvarsh will be known all over the planet because of the spread of Chaitanya, Lord Chaitanya Sankirtan movement. 
सुगत चैतन्य महापुरुषिया all the rooms with all the bricks you'll get a living room and a sleeping room and a kitchen this that so much so proper has done the basic work for us he has shown us how to present krishna consciousness to people who have no idea what is krishna consciousness or no idea what is india or the culture of india and many foreigners they come to india all their interaction of culture of india is the street india they think people are so cool and they you know they are not so uptight about anything the traffic goes everywhere they think this is india in other parts of the world there are so many rules you have to follow even on going on street but they don't know the real culture of india unless and until they come in contact with some pure devotees proper also say sometimes people take bath in ganges river and other holy places but they will not understand simply by taking a dip in the water they may get rid of their sinful uh, desires or get purified but real benefit they get when they meet the sadhus who are well versed in the science of devotional service only by their association they can understand the actual value of coming to a place of pilgrimage not just to take a bath in the water in the river so that also is not fully accepted by those who are advanced bodies taking a bath is very good After all, Ganges is a pure devotee. She can eradicate so many sinful reactions. But meeting those devotees who know the glories of Ganges and who know the glories of the Supreme Lord, that is the most auspicious path. That's why we are having this Harikatha program. You are all so nicely organized this program. What is the whole purpose of this? It's the Goshti. We are, we are having a Goshti, an assembly of devotees who are... understanding according to bhagavatam according to our parampara and shila prabhupad what is the who is the ishta the ishta is the supreme lord govindam adipurusham tamam tajam ishvara parma krishna sachidananda vidra anadiradir govinda sarva karana karan so our whole purpose is to get ourselves connected to ishta our dear lord and chaitanya mahaprabhu openly said that ekala ishwara krishna arasabhya pritya and then he says jivera swarupoy nitiyara krishna das very clearly he has explained and simply we have to uh, uh, what do you say awaken our krishna consciousness so that we can become perfect servants of the lord and if we are not servant how can we please anybody who is about serving god we have to relish it we have to develop the stage of nishta ruchi rati asakti bhav and prem then all these activities which will lead to prem then it is called sadhan bhakti otherwise uh, simply getting rid of anarthas it is only a by product of sadhan but sadhan's goal is must be bhav and prem huh? it's just like a and if you have a cup an empty cup and if you want to take the air out of that 
you may take it for eternally you will be trying to take care uh, get rid of the air and the air will always immediately come but if you fill with water automatically air will go away and water will be there that is the purpose of a cup similarly the purpose of life is not just to get anir anartas that is one aspect unwanted things in the heart but the main thing is to develop attachment to uh, krishna that is why when prabhupada came to the west one of the first books was krishna book they don't even know head or tail about krishna's pastimes and he introduced krishna book beautiful pastimes of krishna in two volumes everything from killing of the putana taking birth in devaki's womb and transferring him to uh, goloka vrindavan gokul vrindavan and from then putana dies pranavata is killed everything blissful pastimes of the supreme lord and in the bhakti rasamrita sindhu propat elaborates this point that only rupa goswami gives us the a positive idea of what is life in the spiritual world after all the material world is a reflection of the spiritual world we have to understand that very clearly whatever personalism we see here this is only a reflection is not the real stuff just like i was reading the bhagavatam today morning uh, sixth uh, sixth canto and in the, there's a whole section of instructions to the civilized human beings there's a long chapter it is very clearly mentioned proper gives we can only get an idea of light when we see the sun and the sun is nothing but a reflection of the brahma jyoti and from the brahma jyoti it reflects onto sun planet and the sun sun, sun planet it reflects onto moon planet then the moon is gives us light but the moon light is very cooling sunlight is very hot so the daytime hot air is given hot light uh, light with hot uh, temperature given but in the evening time when the moon rises it is cools down the whole thing and it nourishes all the fruits flowers and <coughs> vegetables the moon gives the taste the somaras is there <coughs> and then this light because when the sun sets naturally it becomes very dark so the humans they have seen oh after the sun goes down everything is dark especially even in the if it is not a full moon then it is also dark amavasya is very dark so they have figured out light bulbs but light bulb itself is a reflection of the sunlight so at every stage uh, it is a reflection of something similarly it's human life in the human uh, in this uh, material world is also a reflection of the spiritual world all the varieties which are there in the material world this is in its purest form it is in the uh, spiritual world without any contamination it is governed by yoga maya and yoga maya is a type of illusion or type of maya which will connect you to krishna that is called yoga whereas mahamaya is a it's a it's also maya which will take us away from krishna so we have to understand these differences and the material world is a reflection all what we enjoy family life friendship society it's all a reflection it is not there is no substance in it. you know all we come together give a hug embrace each other hold the hands 
this touch, sensation of touch, which gives so much pleasure in this material world, it is just a reflection of the actual touch of the pure devotees and the Supreme Lord. That's why it is very rare to get uh, uh, the chance to serve a pure devotee to God. A pure devotees are the, uh, are the actual source of all our connection to Krishna. Just like for a woman, the object of service is the husband. Similarly, for all living entities, the source is the Guru. And Guru is a representative and the servant of Krishna. Savior Bhagavan. A Sevaka Bhagavan. <coughs> so at every step you can see how we are connected to the spiritual world. Simply now, in our Good fortune, we are coming in contact, we have come in contact with Prabhupada and the spiritual movement. We should educate ourselves in this line. So that if we talk to anybody, when we say something about Krishna, it should make sense to them also. Yes. But not everybody can understand this. It also requires piety. That is why Krishna says, Chatru Vida Bhajante Maam. Artho Artati Jignasu Four types of fires. Sukriti one comes to Krishna. You have to have some Sukriti to come to Krishna. Not everybody in the world can understand. That's why we give prasadam distribution. We do holy Hare Krishna Mantra, Nam Sankirtan to create the Sukriti. Even Prabhupada said to initial disciples, but Prabhupada, we have no Sukriti. We simply engage in sinful activities. The Prabhupada said to them, you don't have Sukriti on your own. I gave you the Sukriti by my association. It was Prabhupada who created Sukriti and all the devotees so that they can understand this most rare scripture of Bhagavad. It's not possible for anyone to understand. Even in India, not everybody reads Bhagavad. Even though it is widely known, no doubt, and those, there are many pious souls who do read Bhagavad. But in the modern schools and colleges, where is Bhagavad? Where is Bhagavad Gita? Absolutely nothing. There is no chance that you can learn Bhagavad Gita. So this is the unfortunate situation of Kali Yuga, even for India also. But, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement is fulfilling the desires of the pure devotees like Prabhupada and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also. Uh, that in every town and village, especially in India, it has to be spread. Because Indians are by nature Krishna conscious. Prabhupada said you just... Uh, just uh, scrape the skin and immediately you see the Krishna consciousness is very alive. It's just a crack the skin. Whereas in other parts of the world you have to work very hard for many, 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 many years before they can understand something. Not so easy. But when Prabhupada was there, they understood by the potency of Prabhupada. By the potency of Prabhupada. Therefore, uh, in that uh, sixth canto also I was reading how Guru, the, the whole subject matter is Guru Krishna Prasade Payat Bhakti Latati. It is by the case of the Guru, who is the representative of Krishna, who is sent for a living entities, all auspiciousness for his life. It is he who, who trans, uh, plants the Bhakti Latati, Guru and Krishna, both of them together. Because Paramatma is there within the uh, heart, along with the Jiva, so it is Krishna and Guru. After all, Paramatma is called Chaitya Guru. And when 
and the living entity is ready, the Chaitya Guru will expand to the actual Guru who comes in person to give us guidance into day-to-day life of Krishna consciousness. So this is how the process works. Therefore, pure devotees like Ganges, they are always there uh, to give us benedictions. And everything is a descending process and it is, Ganges is also descending from the causal ocean where Mahavishnu is lying. Everything has touched with Krishna. Everything. To create auspiciousness, you have to have a touch of Krishna there. If there is no touch of Krishna, there is no auspiciousness. Like the modern education. No auspiciousness. All ignorance. People have to struggle. Even after getting educated, they have anxiety about retiring benefits, their salary, cost of living, how to maintain. This was unheard in very culture. 200 years, 300 years, it was unheard like this. Nowadays it is a lot. In spite of all the education and all the knowledge they have, it has only increased anxiety. Because even Vyasadeva was not so happy after writing all the Vedas, Puranas, Upanishads, everything he wrote. And then his spiritual master came and he asked, why are you sad? He said, I don't know. I'm sad even though after writing everything, I'm not happy. Then Narada Muni says, yes, you're not happy because you're not glorified Krishna sufficient. Then he told him, under his direction, Bhagavatam was written. So unless that Krishna touch comes into our life, and in an active way, it has to come in our day-to-day life. Even though you may be living in America, Europe, here, there, everywhere, uh, for different reasons, but still, we should not forget Krishna. And that's why we have this association. We are reading Bhagavatam together. We are trying to understand the different, in the different angles, what is the value of the scriptures and what are the personalities who are involved in the scripture. Whom are they trying to, uh, Bhagavatam is trying to describe. Unless we understand, we don't know the value of even India. We will think, oh, India is a poor country. It is, our dollar has more value than a rupee. All completely mundane. <laughs> we never had dollar 100 years back. How come now it has become so prominent? Because this is the nature of Maya. Makes a completely useless thing into something very valuable. It's a piece of paper. That's all it is. For which the whole, whole of India is running all over the world to make some money. But there's so much wealth in India. But they don't have a clue of that. Or they may have a clue, but they have all sorts of excuses. You know, we are overpopulated, there is no food, everything. This is all, uh, according to Prabhupada, this is, this is the life. So many ants, so many trees, so many birds are living in this planet. And even in India also. They get their food, shelter, clothing, sex and everything. They have their family life. How come the humans don't have with all their education? Rather, education will make you satisfied and happy in life. That is called Brahma Jnana. Those who are Brahmanas, they are self-satisfied. Because they have that knowledge which makes their, uh, which can control their mind and senses because of their intelligence being purified. Therefore, if anybody has that knowledge, then automatically wherever he is, he'll be happy and satisfied. Because you know, to accumulate externally is not a very good idea. We might need something, yes, we'll, we'll have it. Uh, even to light a fire, to cook something for Krishna, you need some wood minimum. Nowadays you have gas. You can have this thing. 
but it has to be in relationship to our devotional service not unnecessary otherwise it will be very difficult to maintain one's life even if you get 100000 dollars per month you will not be able to maintain because the mind which is uncontrolled by nature and the senses they are attached to sense gratification for millions and millions of lifetimes and it's not easy to get them out of sense gratification for that one requires the association of pure devotees and candice is one such pure devotee who actually uh, can purify everything and she is ganges river is following and entering the ocean and the ocean is described as husband because the wife is uh, looking for the husband so that she can serve the husband so even though ganges is flowing and so many rivers are flowing into the ocean the ocean never goes up is always remain in the same level there is also given example in the uh, bhagavad gita krishna says like desire enters the ocean the ocean is undisturbed so those who are krishna consciousness desires may come everything come but if the mood is want to serve krishna then nothing will disturb that mind but nowadays there is disturbance because the krishna element is gone krishna factor is not there in life that education is not there everybody becomes chemical engineer aeronautical engineer mechanical in that engineering subject we do we learn anything about god about the raw materials where you get to make, make a skyscraper they don't talk about they that this knowledge is only an exploitative knowledge knowledge in the mode of ignorance and passion simply how to exploit mother earth and build all these skyscrapers and afterward they don't know what to do with them you know recently in delhi they had to uh, blast two skyscrapers <laughs> suddenly in matter of 10 minutes the whole skyscraper 40 43 floors or something was blasted and prabhupad in one of his lectures i heard this is modern society they make something and they break something and then then again they make something and they break it this this way they keep themselves very busy making and breaking making and breaking this is modern society everything is done on that basis making and breaking and who is satisfied nobody is satisfied <laughs> so this is not the way to live we have whatever we need we have enough things to take care of our devotion service and enough clothes to so that we can be clean and tidy in for our service to krishna Uh, enough vegetables to grow enough grains uh, enough milk have cows protect the cows your ghee your cow dung everything you need bulls for transportation everything is but unfortunately nowadays this is not the standard of life because they have made progress in civ- their civilized way of life <laughs> i don't know what progress that is proper talks about this okay again and again they have just created an ugra karmic society that's all simply work hard for nobody's benefit even they are not benefited not the people of that and even now they have introduced 5g all over the world but i heard before when uh, japan was trying testing 5g birds bumblebees honey bees they are dying in big quantity and they don't care for this because these birds are biodiversity they they play important role in the to keep the stability of the plants and everything so if they are killed what will happen but people don't care 
they want to communicate their message faster and one indian guy because in india just now they sold 5g they auctioned it and he was telling the advantages of 5g and he was going on glorifying ranting and ranting and ranting what is this nonsense but what about the animals and birds dying he never made a mention of that Prabhuji, we can't hear you. Um, I think you got muted. Can anyone else hear Prabhu? No, Mataji. Careful. This type of approach to life. Therefore, we take shelter of pure devotees like Ganga. Ganga Devi is like one of them. That's a great note. So up to this point, if there are any questions or comments, please uh, come forward. Any questions or comments? Are you both? Are you all there? I don't hear any feedback, so I want. Ah, yes, sir. Yes, there are no questions or comments from my side. Devotees have any questions or comments? Please go ahead. Because a couple of days back, our uh, Shama Rasika wrote uh, to me about uh, speaking on the glories of Lord Ganesh, and the two verses I sent her. Uh, yes, Prabhuji. Yes. Please. Yeah. So I got the Brahma Samhita with me in front of me. यत् पादपल्लवयुगं विनदाय कुंभात् वन्दे प्रणाम समये सगनादि राजा विज्ञान विहंत मलमस्य जगत्रयस्य गोविंद मादि पुरुषं तमहं पजामि हां व्हाट इज द ट्रांसलेशन ऑफ दिस वर्स लेट अस सी इन ऑर्डर टू ऑब्टेन द पावर रिक्वायर्ड टू रिमूव ऑल द ऑब्स्टेकल्स विद इन द थ्री वर्ल्ड्स गणेश द बेस्टोर ऑफ सक्सेस ऑलवेज होल्ड्स अ डिवाइन लोटस फीट ऑफ श्री गोविंद upon the pair of carnal mounds protruding from his elephant head i worship that original personality of god gopinath that is the translation now i have one nice purport uh, written by actually uh, bhakti shila bhakti vinod thakur let us read that translation for the power to crush the obstacles of three worlds he whose lotus feet ganesh perpetually holds upon the pair of nodes of his elephantine head the primary lord govinda do i worship purple ganesh holds the power to destroy all obstacles and he is worshipable by the appropriate persons accordingly as the worshipable brahman with attributes as qualification has afforded him a position amongst the five principal gods ganesh holds the office of the god of delegated power all his glory is granted by the grace of govinda so this is a very small purport actually so actually there are other editions of brahma samhita also i i had that copy but i could not find it and that is uh, given the description is given by patishdant uh, saraswati thakur with a longer purport but the idea is very simple it, 
the power to remove obstacles also comes from Krishna only. And Ganesh is one of the principal five demigods or uh, pure devotees, one should say, not demigods, who have this power. And in Brahma Samhita, we hear the glories of sun planet, Surya Narayan, Lord Shiva, Durga Devi, and Ganesh. Four. And then also uh, Surya Narayan, and then also there is another. Uh, uh, the dominant deities is nine elements. And also Brahma himself. It says here, I worship the original personality Godhead, Sri Govinda, whose power of endowment uh, alone manifests the respective potencies in the principles of religious conduct, sinful activities, the Vedas, and various sources, and all living entities from Brahma down to the most insignificant ant. And then, in other words, he says very clearly about Brahma's position also. The lords of the universe such as Lord Brahma, who emanate from the hair pores of Mahavishnu's skin, remain alive only for the duration of his one exhalation. I worship this original personality called Govinda, of whom Mahavishnu is a portion of a portion. Now this is told by Brahma himself about his own Janaki, uh, that uh, other Brahma Samhita by Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. So Lord Ganesh is actually commonly he is known as a person. People who are into fruitive activities, they worship Ganesh to remove obstacles so that they can sense gratification can go on for a long time. They are not thinking in terms of uh, advancing in spiritual life. That is not their goal. So therefore, their understanding is not uh, very matured. One second, I will get uh, the text 22. This is Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada's commentary. Let us hear what he has to say on this verse. Yes, here. 
I adore the primeval Lord Govinda, whose lotus feet are always held by Ganesh upon the pair of tumuli protruding from the elephant's head in order to obtain power for his function of destroying all the obstacles on the path of progress of the three worlds. Everybody has to worship Ganesh. If you want to start any function, Ganesh has to first invoke. Even in uh, Bhakti Samrita Sindhu Rupa Goswami talks about that. Now let us hear the purport of uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. The power of destroying all obstacles to mundane prosperity has been delegated to Ganesh, who is the object of worship to those who are eligible to worship. He has obtained a rank among the five gods as Brahma possesses mundane quality. The self, uh, the self-same Ganesh is God in possession of delegated power. By infusion of the divine power, all his glory rests entirely on the grace of Govinda. That's a very small purpose. So the whole idea is, uh, everybody wants Ganesh's help or any Devi God's help for their progress in material life. Like some people worship Uma to get a beautiful wife. Some people worship Lord Shiva for a beautiful husband. This and that. But nobody worships Krishna for unalloyed devotional service. Even if Krishna has to be worshipped, their main idea is to artho artart, make money and get rid of all the disease one has. Artho artart. Nobody talks in terms of uh, pure devotion service. That's why Krishna says of the four types of pious souls who come to me, jnani is very dear to me. Because when a jnani takes to my devotion service, that means who is that jnani? Not one who possesses impersonal knowledge, but one who has knowledge of the Lord's opulence. The greatness of the Lord. When he takes to his service, he will never give it up. He will always remain steady. Whereas the other three, Artho, Artarti, Jignasu, they can give up devotion service at one point in time when they don't get uh, that uh, they felt they got all what they wanted. So that is due to lack of knowledge. Therefore, one has to be situated in uh, the knowledge of Krishna, uh, in the opulence and the greatness of Krishna to remain steady in devotion service. So most of the living entities, they are mainly thinking about their well-being than thinking about Krishna's satisfaction, Krishna's pleasure. That only comes when one enters the platform of Bhakti. When one meets a pure devotee, then only these type of thoughts will come into the mind. Like we are reading Prabhupada's books and this is, this is almost, in every page it is mentioned like that. So, any other questions, comments? Haribol. Are you all there? Yes, You're all there. That's nice to see. Prabhuji, we are on mute, so it takes some time. So thank you so ah, much, Prabhuji, uh, for explaining so nicely about your kindness and uh, elaborating on Lord Ganesh Festival, uh, which is very famous and very dear in Maharashtra. So yes. thank you so much, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Any other question relating to Ganga Devi or all this uh, presence of such pure devotees?
Otherwise, we'll start. We'll do a little budget to close the class. Is it the time for closing the class? Um. Yes. Guruji, can I ask a small question about the Ganesh worshippers? Yes. yes. Uh, so, I mean, will they be will be progressed in the devotional path uh, by the mercy of Ganesha towards uh, um, uh, pure bhakti? Sure. After all, Ganesh himself is a pure devotee who wrote the Vedas. Ganesh was the one who was the secretary to Vyasadeva. So he's not an ordinary person. He's the son of an, uh, among all the Vaishnavas, uh, Vaishnavana Yatar Shambhu. He's the son of Shambhu, Lord Shiva. So he's not an ordinary person. He's also a pure devotee. So it is a question of how you approach him. If you operate for material prosperity, he will give you up. He'll remove obstacles for material possibility. But if you want pure devotion service, then he will give you pure devotion service. How do you want to approach him? Therefore, you have to have knowledge. What can these people do, these personalities? You know, one of the things about Lord Shiva, he has two things he can offer to living entities. That is pure Shuddha Naam and Hari Prem. These two things can be given by Lord Shiva himself. And he, he, the Radhashtami is coming very soon in a few days. And he wrote the famous uh, song. What is that song? Uh, Radha Kripa Kripa Akshakam. When, when that day comes, we will try to sing this song. A oh, beautiful song, which is, uh, uh, which is, uh, uh, which is there. I'll read, uh, just sing a one, one verse of it. And this is the song which is written by Lord Shiva himself. Munindra Vrinda Vandite Triloka Shoka Harini. One second. So all these, they are, they are acting as demigods, but those who have no knowledge of their actual spiritual position as confidential servants of the Lord. Therefore, demigods only fulfill material desires, but their original swaroop is serving Krishna purely. When you approach on that platform, they give you pure possibility. So this is a song was written by Lord Shiva, Sri Radha Kripa Kataksharaka Stava Raja. And one of the first verses, Munindra Vrinda Vandite Sri Loka Shoka Harini Prasanna Vakta Pankaje Nikunja Bhuvilasini Prajendra Banu Nandini Prajendra Shunu Sangate O Srimati Radharani, who are glorified by great sages, O you who dispel the lamentation of the three words, O whose lotus face blossoms with a humorous smile and who sports in the uh, Nikunjas, O beloved daughter of King Prashavanu, O most dear, near and dear of the son of the King of Raja, when will you make me the recipient? of your merciful sidelong glance. So if this is your goal, to become uh, a servant of the servant of the servant of Radharani, then Lord Shiva can help. Narada Muni and all, they come, Kumaras, they come to Narada, Lord Shiva to inquire about this most confidential aspect of devotional service. From Lord Shiva, not from anybody. So everything is there. If you go to, uh, if you stay in the dam, all the uh, trees are kalpavrikshas, but if you approach material dam, materially, the dam can give you a wife, husband, a business, this, but then you will miss out the whole spiritual point. 
So it all depends on the association. If the association is of high class Vaishnavas, then you know what to pray for to the Lord in the Dham. And this way make progress in spiritual life. Otherwise you'll ask for silly things, you know. I have this heart problem, I have this problem, I have that problem. And that will be also fulfilled by the dance mercy. And Ganesh will also fulfill those desires. After all, they are pure devotees. Any other question? Did I answer your question? Wonderful. Thank you. Yes, Prabhuji. Wonderful. So nice. So nice. Yes, Prabhuji. With the right consciousness, if, if they approach to the... Lord Shiva or Ganesh, you know, they will give the pure devotion. That's so nice. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Jai, Jai. We are releasing your nectar, Prabhu. That's so nice to, you know, in the morning to bathe in the releasing nectar of Srimad Bhagavatam and so many wonderful things. Thank you so much. We really appreciate Prabhu coming on the call. And, and I thank all of you for giving me an opportunity to engage me in this service. I am also very thankful and indebted to all of you. It takes a speaker and a hearer. If there is no hearer, of course the speaker can speak loud works for the pleasure of Krishna. But if there are, uh, uh, like when uh, Sukadeva Goswami speak Bhagavatam, he was so enthused to speak and hear those questions from Maharaj Parikshit. So he was more enthusiastic than Maharaj Parikshit. Because Maharaj Parikshit showed so much enthusiasm in hearing and asking relevant questions. And that's how he spoke all the 12 cantos. So it, is, uh, it takes two to tangle, as they say. It takes two hands to clap. Similarly, it takes uh, both the audience and the speaker. We are all engaging in Christmas service. Nobody is better than anybody. But some like Prabhupada is our team captain. He gets it. He is. We are following his directions, and whoever follows his directions, then he will also get the opportunity to speak about Krishna and hear, and then we can discuss about Krishna also. Any other question? Very nice. Thank you, Prabhu. Is today a working day for all of you? Friday is working day, last day of the week. What time you have to leave home? I am ready to head. What is it? Different times, Prabhuji. Some devotees are working from home, some have to So, different times. Okay, we'll just. Stop this class by a little bhajan, okay?